Tiffy and Cora were best friends at summer camp. And on the last day, before they said their final goodbyes, they made a pact. We promised each other that every last day of summer that we would meet up at the Port Authority in New York City and we would have the best pizza party of our lives. The best pizza party, like like a couple of grown-ups. Like we would we would express ourselves and 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 establish our freedom and eat pizza right there at the Port Authority. Yeah. Right there at the Port Authority, huh, with all those creepos looking on. Yes, because that's what adults do. Is yeah. that they go places and they experience life, and the Port Authority is the most life experiencing place that you can imagine. Yeah, and you never know what life, real life, real adult life is going to throw at you. That's what we learned at summer camp, as we're ready to grow up and handle the responsibility of strangers. And if I don't see Cora every last day of summer, then I'm going to lose it. Yeah. And I'm going to lose it on my parents and on my brother. I'm just going to go mental. Me too. Like a full-blown adult. Yeah. Like I might throw something or break something that I pay a lot of money for but I, I, I'll be okay with it because I'm that mad I'm gonna date an older guy <sighs> and just to, just to piss off my parents oh my and just so I could leave just yeah. so I can leave my house yeah. I mean maybe I'll get a tattoo I'll probably get a tattoo we should get tattoos yeah we should get tattoos <gasps> um, I, I feel like I should step in here as the only adult in the room and maybe you should just take a step back you know still be kids you know take your time with this whole thing take their time I, I, I am 12 years old Okay, I'm 12 years old. Yeah. And I'm ready to be a 38-year-old woman. Yes, as am I. I am also 12, and I am also ready to be a 38-year-old woman. I just think that 38, I mean, that's... I'm ready for keys, driver's license, a diaphragm. I'm ready. A diaphragm? A 38-year-old woman in 1991? Cora and I have been searching for CPAs to do our taxes because we are we do not want to be anyone's dependent. We but want to you be don't have any income. We need to be we need to hire CPAs because we're going to be CEO. Um, um, Tiffy's going to be a CEO, CEO. and I'm going to be a COO. COO. That's Chief Operating Officer and Chief. We know that. We know what that, that means. <laughs> we know what that means. Well, the, yeah. the listener may not. So I'm just telling them, for for their sakes, well, Chief watch Operating. Watch world because Tiff and Cora are on their way. Yes. Okay, now you is fully complete. You happen to run into someone and inspire them at the Port Authority, and uh, we actually invited him here today. This is Big Alvin. Hi there. Now, Big Alvin, you saw the girls with their pizza party and, um, you you know, throwing caution to the wind and saying "f you" to their to their you know lives and their childhoods. And what what that what what that make you think? Well, it it really just made me jealous because. you know, I've just, I've been a worrier my whole life, and, and frankly, I'm just tired of worrying. Girls, do you remember Big Alvin from Port Authority? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hi, Al. Hi, Al. Hi, girls. You guys became friends? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're thinking of maybe making Big Al. Don't forget this yet. We haven't decided. Mm-hmm. But maybe making him a partner. Yeah. Oh, in the front. But it's, like, still in the work, so. It has to be approved by the board. Yeah. Cora Which and is... I are you're the board. Yeah. You're the board. I'm yeah. the board? Yeah. You're the board. You're the board. I, get to, I get a spot on the board? Sure. Sure. Oh my gosh. You, you six shares. Yeah. 
Okay. And how many shares do you guys have? We have um, 94 shares. Okay, so I get a bullshit, yes. a bullshit share of the company. I mean, it's good shares. It's good. I mean, we're doing the late work. Do you have an IPO set? Of course. Yeah. And when's that? You know. Very next soon. summer. Next summer. Uh, the end next of next summer. summer. That's our goal. Between soon and next summer. Yes. Okay. The next pizza, bar- pizza party. This <laughs> is <laughs> American Live. I'm Larry Grass. Each week, we pick a theme. Bring variety stories on a theme. This week's theme, end of summer. This week's episode, told in four apps. Act one, summer unfair. The Funatorium Fair Company travels across the Midwest setting up summer fairs in small towns. Their final fair of the summer was in Reeds, Iowa, and producer Bronson Goosh was there to learn the ins and outs. If you pass the I-90 on exit 66, you'll find a small town of Reeds, Iowa, It's a town of families, it's a town of merriment, it's a town of fun, and it is the anchor for the Funatorium Fair. I've arrived here on a hot, hot August afternoon, and I am very excited. I I remember days going to the Funatorium and uh, just really growing up here and then experiencing things that... uh, I think every child should experience. I'm meeting the uh, self-proclaimed ringleader, Galvin Mastropoulos. He is a sharp 70-year-old man who, uh, I mean, this man might have been bored sideways. Uh, Bronson! Bronson Goose! (laughs) Galvin Mastropoulos. Galvin. Hey, uh, here's a glass of buttermilk. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Calvin. Calvin. What? Buttermilk? I mean, it's. Summer. Calvin, alright, for the listeners at home, Calvin has handed me a cup of very cold buttermilk that is yeah. topped off with Legos. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Obviously, I could choke and die. Calvin. You could, but you won't. Uh, Calvin, it's so good to see you. It's so good to see you. Well, you know, uh,. We're happy to have you here back for the Funatorium. I mean, you was a little boy. You used to come and oh, have yeah. your fun and your torium. And look at you, Mr. Mr. Radio Star. You know, you're like uh, you're like Jack Benny now, right? No. And you're like a Jack Benny. Well, look at you. You, I mean, you, you. It's like you stepped out of a time machine. I mean, this whole place, it hasn't changed. The big tent. The scuba, the scuba divers just walking around. There's no, wa- there's no water in Leeds, Iowa. Yeah, you know, and you're right. It's like I stepped out of a time machine. Oh my God! Well, let's take a tour. Or like you stepped into one. Oh my God! Oh boy! <laughs> I'm just joshing with you, God, oh, Bronson, little Bronson, oh. little toe-haired Bronson. Oh, oh. yeah. Well, you, you know. You can call me Mr. Goosh. Okay. Wow. Wow. I mean, I. I don't like to brag, but I met Jack Benny, and he said, call me Jack. Well, I <clears throat> I just, you know, trying to be a little more professional. Okay, well, I retract my uh, my Jack Benny comparison. Fair enough. Galvin pulled back the curtain to the main tent of the Funatorium. <laughs> uh, if you were listening, the 
the color description I could give is not going to do this place justice. Imagine a wide variety of headless mannequins that are painted in neon day-glow colors. The heads have been replaced by um, wax figures of crazy celebrities, and um, there's a smell of French fries somewhere, and uh, the kids are loving it. Hey, kids, come meet a real big city snobby radio producer okay, here. Galvin, I'm just saying uh, that, uh, that. Yeah, this notice is for you're my okay job. using me by your by my first name, even though I'm your elder. All right. Hi, Mr. Mistropolis. Oh, hello there, Rebecca. It's a wonderful funatorium yet again this year. Oh, well, you know, you can call me Galvin because you're my f- friend and you're, uh-huh. like, and you're like a regular nice person, not oh. like someone who moves uh-huh. away and feels like that they're too big to right. be a part right. of their own oh. town. Right, oh, dear, Mr. Mastropolis, I don't think I feel comfortable calling you by your first name. Oh, well, that's okay, Rebecca. You do whatever makes you feel comfortable. See, here in Mr. Re- Mr. Mr. Mastropolis. Hey, Joshua. Mr. Mastropolis, they have a they have a Milky Way and it's dipped it's deep fried and it's like a corn dog, but it's a Milky Way. I know, you know, we've had that for a long time it's here. It's really good. Even when Mr. Goose here was a was a boy and was respectful to people, we oh, used to serve boy. those. I was a boy. Yeah. Hello, Mr. Goose. Hi, Hi, Rebecca. Hi. What what's your name? Joshua. You would have been Josh, listening. Gosh. I know you probably weren't paying attention because he wasn't important you know enough. What? Like Mr. you know, Mr. Mc- like Mr. Magoosh, They also have. Uh, they have a Kool-Aid. It's a pickle, but it's also a Kool-Aid. Oh, the pickle Kool-Aid. The Kool-Aid pickle. <laughs> I. It's a, it's red. <laughs> it's, a it's red, but it's sour, and you think <laughs> it's gonna be sweet, but it's really sour. Kool-Aid. Yeah, just like you forgot how to respect your okay, elders. All right, all right, just, just like that. Look, I'm just saying that this. It took me a long time to to get the carny off me. All right. Oh. You mean that literally or figuratively? I mean it figuratively. Because, you know, the carny has been known to get on people. He's not from still t- here, is he? Yes, he is. I told you this was like a time. You're the one who said it was a time machine, Look, actually. Let's just go, in, let's just go into the, the waffle room, all right? Just, let's just get to the waffle room, all right? Sure, it's not gluten-free enough I, for you? I listen to Fox News. I know oh, what you do in oh, the city. okay. Yeah. Now who's changed? Oh, who's changed how? Who's changed right. how? You know what? Give me the what? mic. Just no. give me the mic. Just no. give me the mic. No, no. You know, Mr. Mastropolis, Mr. Goosh, I'm starting to feel quite uncomfortable. Um, I heard there was a booth with chocolate-covered crickets, so I'm going to go eat those now. Um, I'd be happy to bring you back some. Bye. She bounded away like a little bunny rabbit in the spring. I had to leave uh, Galvin behind. He was getting a little surly for my tastes. And I was here to remember the good times. Remember, it's the end of summer. It's the last drip drop of the taffy machine. And I wanted to suckle on it until the, until the stars came out. The waffle room, my favorite room. Wall-to-wall waffles cooking, being cooked, served up like a nonstop John Ford conveyor belt of sugar and dreams. I met the, I met the head waffle maker. Miss Monsieur Picon. Is Picon? Picon, of course. Monsieur Picon. Yes. Remember me? Oh, but of course. I, uh. I'm so happy that you're still alive. How could I forget the Goosh? <laughs> you know, Goosh remind me of the time I spent in Belgium. You know, after my uh, formal training, mm-hmm. I uh, made my way over to Belgium. To learn how to properly construct... By formal training, training, you were a former Green Beret, is that correct? Yes, that is correct, Mr. 
Oh gosh. Survived three tours with the Green Berets who have done some shady things across the globe. Oh, listen to Who Hates America now. You know what, Galvin? Okay. Please. In the, in We're in the waffle room. Yeah, show some respect for the country that invented waffles. Should I kill him? I've killed a lot of people. I just, you know. But now I make waffle. I know, I know, and you make wonderful waffles. I'm just sort of sort of in my head right now. I'm just sort of to think that maybe you can't come home. Maybe you can't relive your childhood. Maybe maybe all those childhood memories belong in the past. Mr. Gnustian, Mr. Yes. They have a waffle, but it's but it's Oreos. They do. Okay, bye. I made it. <laughs> oh, these kids, they're so hopped up on sugar. I, mean, I tell you what, you want me to bring back your youth? You want to feel like I a do. kid again? I do. I'm at the Funatorium in Reeds, Iowa. Uh, that's right. You like balloon animal? I, I make a one out of a waffle. What's your favorite animal? Oh, God, my favorite animal. I guess it would have to be... It would have to be the beluga whale. Well, that's easy. Give me something more complex. Okay, well, I'm sorry. My animal's simple. I guess I guess the flat-foot platypus? Of course. You don't mind if I step on this, do you? I step on what? On the waffle. I gotta get the platypus part <laughs> of it. The bill? Please. It's like a du- it's related to no, a duck. I trust you, monster. And a whop. <laughs> wow. I smashed it. That is an identical flat-foot wa- uh, platypus. Yes. Would you like to dip it in some cream? Sorry, my phone just my phone just blew up. Is that your childhood calling? It's my landlord. God, it's like the adult world and the child world. They they can't. They're just they're just interfering. The magic is just. I don't know. Maybe maybe this was stupid. Maybe this was a stupid idea. Oh, I know what can help. A little powdered sugar on the waffle. The platypus. <laughs> it's in my face. Oh, sorry. It's in my face. Oh, 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 oh. Oh. Oh, oh you need CPR? No. no. I'm a green beret. I know the CPR. I gotta go. I gotta go. Thank you, Monsieur. I gotta. I need to run to the. I need to run through the funatorium. Rebecca. Rebecca. What's the other kid's name? Joshua. Mr. Goose. James. Mr. Goose. Hi. Hi, Mr. Mr. Goose. Let's be best friends. Let's be best. Yeah. Okay. I already what have a best friend. Who? I don't. Who is his name is Ramon, about? and he's really cool. Ramon, he Where's sounds Ramon really cool. Now? Uh, he is at camp. Oh. He couldn't come this year because his parents sent him to camp. Do you guys want to go to the floor of mirrors with me? He's a troubled kid, and he, and he, because he has emotional problems. Oh. Because his. So dad do you left. stabilize him emotionally then? I try, but it's not enough. So they send Wait, him to what? trouble kid camp. Why are you talking about this? That's why are you talking nice. about this? Yeah. Are you emotionally? Because Ramon's my best friend, and I, I like. You I shouldn't love the be guy. thinking about this. You should be having fun. You should. I am having, having fun. fun. They have a, they have a sandwich, but it's pork. Maybe childhood was never <gasps> as simple as oh, you God. always thought it was, Bronson. Galveston. Galveston. What are you doing? Mr. Bigopolis. I'm everywhere. This is my funatorium. This is a trip. This is a trip. Maybe childhood wasn't as simple as it, as it as I thought. Maybe adulthood can be as fun as childhood, but maybe life in general is just complicated. Here, enjoy a glass of buttermilk. Thanks. I looked into his cold, dead eyes. Never realized that before. That his eyes were black, like a doll. Is he even real? Who cares? 
chug down the buttermilk and the Legos. <laughs> and I never felt better. <laughs> I drink a carton of buttermilk every morning before bed. I have a reverse sleep schedule like a bat. My doctor prescribed it to me. I don't know what it's for, but it works. Okay, man, I'm next on This American Lies. Time to retire the living sleazy. That's what we turn on This American Lies. We're going to program these. Please stay with us. This American Lie is brought to you by roommates when you don't want to share everything, but they make you roommates. It's This American Lie, Mario Grass each week. Theme. Mario starts on a theme. This week's theme. End of summer. Act two. Summertime and the living's sleazy. Actor and socialite Paul Sandstead has been the most eligible bachelor in Hollywood for 10 years running. But this summer, he decided to do something entirely unexpected and dare I say, pedestrian. He would sleep with anyone who asked him for the months of June through August. Our producer, Diana Plum Tucker, sat down with Sandstead to discuss his journey. So, uh, I know this must seem like a real shocked you right i'm always so unattainable and all and uh here i am it's like anything goes you know so um tell me mr sandstead um i mean please I... call me paul <laughs> okay paul uh i'm sure one of the first questions on everyone's mind is what's the craziest which one was the, the most far out the most surprising which one would would really razzle the people, the listeners at home. I, uh, I was on the set of uh, my the movie I'm shooting right now, The uh, Warlocks of Benzone, mm. and uh, this 95-year-old woman came up. She wanted, said, I want to hit it. She was talking about me in bed. So we stopped filming. I went. She was a freak. Just like in the back or in your trailer or? Uh, we actually did it like right on the set. Oh, because I assume everyone was well aware of your situation. That I'd you actually, set yourself up. they all asked me. Yeah. I mean, so you know, probably help if I backed up a little bit, kind of explained what you why I did this. True. That would be nice to know what, what prompted uh, this. I mean, would you call it a quest? I would call it a quest uh, in a way. Vision quest maybe? Sure, yeah. I don't know. What inspired it? I was working on this film. It's called The Turkey Lurkers. And, uh... Fantastic film. One of my favorites. Yeah, you know, it's one of my favorites too. And, uh, I don't know, you know, I've been... Over a decade, I've been one of Hollywood's most unattainable there. And, and Turkey Lurkers, I played like a, a regular guy. And it was a real effort to connect. I felt like I wasn't... I'd gotten so removed from the man I was. And I'm like, I need to strip down these walls. I need to strip down back to the real guy inside 
guy who was so desperate in high school that he would sleep with anyone who asked. Okay. But no one asked. <laughs> it's been a real nightmare. Um, I've been Paul's assistant now for about three years. Um, I thought it'd be a real great career maker for me as someone who wants to be a producer. Um, and this past... Uh, summer, I've just been making gift baskets and sending them to random people that he's just slept with, and I can't do it anymore. It's pretty. I'm pretty. I'm pretty over it. As he mentioned, this is Paul's assistant, Carl. Um, he's a very, very extremely put together guy. Carl. Yes. Ca- Carl, I need uh, two gift baskets done. Uh, one. With the memorabilia from Turkey Lurkers, yeah, and one with something from uh, Captain Strangeo. Okay, all right, sure. Go ahead. I mean, I mean, it's just relentless. It's just like. And Paul, would you, or excuse me, I'm so sorry, Carl. Carl, Carl yes, yeah. Carl. Um, Carl. What would you say is the purpose of these gift gift as? Is it apology? Is it a thank you? I mean, it's a. Is it a you're welcome? Listen, don't tell my boss, okay? But it is just straight up ego, all right? He just thinks that, like, he's now, like, Eros's gift to lovemaking, you know? And I, it's just, these women don't want these things. Like, no one wants these things. And I'm worried about him because I think that it's just, like, his career is just tanking. And I think this is just, like, a way for him to individually be seen by a person. Carl, heads yes. up. Hi, sorry. Uh, there's a tour coming through the studio, oh, and no. it is a wine uh, book club <laughs> is coming through. These damn so, bachelorettes. So you know the deal. Get to work. I'll probably give each one uh, a signed copy of uh, the uh, the automakers. The automakers. You know. The, uh, yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, you want to come with? Oh, um, sure, sure. Yeah, you can see how it works. Now, I'm not going to say anything to this to these people. I'm just going to stand up. Maybe they found out. Maybe they've not. Sometimes people haven't heard about my uh, uh, sunscreen. Oh, sure. Yes, thank you. (laughs) Um, Sometimes, sometimes my uh, they haven't heard about my uh, quest, my vision quest, but. you know, it's kind of fun sometimes that they haven't to see if they they. You, sometimes you get like a longtime fan or something. Now, do the, you have to prepare yourself in any way? So, like you said, you have this tour coming coming in uh, mm-hmm. shortly. Do you know the age? Um, is it is it men and women? Um, All fair game. Okay. It's I said anyone. I mean any. I mean, eighteen or over. Of course. You know. Of course. Other than that, you know, I said anyone. I mean anyone. Great, great. And, and, and again, do you have to prepare yourself in any way? Just like, ooh, here we go. I'm going to do this. I'm going to be vulnerable. I'm going to be a, literally naked tr- uh, with these strangers. Or are you just more used to it now? I mean, it is it is August. So. Well, you know, I uh, drink a lot of grapefruit juice. Great, great. Um, I uh, do push-ups. Great. I look in the mirror and tell myself that I am good. Uh, excuse me, are you Paul Sandstead? I am. Hi, what's your name? Oh, m- my name is Derek. I-, I work in the parking lot. Hey, how you doing, Derek? Good. Can you stop touching my shoulder, please? Oh, sure. Yeah, I'm just going to tell you that your car, um, we're moving your parking spot off the lot. You're going to be in the adjacent lot down the road. 
Oh, because there's more privacy for, you know. Can you stop touching my butt, please? Uh, I, okay, sure. Um, yeah, sure, Derek. Oh, you're uh, still playing footsie with me. Well, you know, you're, uh, you, you haven't heard anything. About? Me. No, I just know that your car is being moved to the adjacent lot. So next time, don't come to the main gate. You will be turned away. Okay. Go to the adjacent lot down the road. That's where you park. And then you'll take a shuttle to wherever you need to go in the lot. Um, okay. And, you know, hey, if you want to come check out the back seat sometime, feel free. Invitation. What's in the back seat? Could be me. Okay. You're still playing footsie with me, and uh, I am uh, – I am in a polyamorous relationship with at least two other people, so I'm sorry. I have, I'm going to have to go now. Well, you know, you want to keep the options open just to find out, uh, you know. So Yeah. Now, um, what would you say is the percentage of people you tell about your quest and those that already know? Uh, I would say 100 to 0. Oh, okay, great. Yeah. So you're just getting the word out, making sure everybody knows. Yeah, you know, because people don't follow. Like, I... I called TMZ and I, I pretended to be another guy. I oh. said, I don't know if you heard. And they said, uh, Paul Sandstead, didn't he retire? Uh, and I said, no, he, I, he, I, confusing, now, very active. Paul, what would you say to the people that think this is just one big publicity stunt? Uh, is life a, a publicity stunt? Uh, is, uh, was a, Kim Kardashian's sex tape a publicity stunt? Well, some would was, say. Was <laughs> like if I jumped off the Empire State Building with a parachute, would that be a publicity stunt? So you say that your super objective for this quest was to strip down, strip yeah. yourself down. Get back to the real actor. Get back to the real you. Yeah. Um, so how far along on that journey would you say you are? You know, a journey sometimes, you don't know where you're going to end up. Um, do you think that whole parking thing is like means anything? Oh, uh, you know, um, as, a, as I consider, you know, as a journalist, I, I try to stay neutral and not really, you know, give uh, my input on anything. But, um, you know, uh, well... You've been coming in the main entrance up until now. Is that correct? Yeah, ever since, you know, when I started out, when I was on uh, Buddies of Mine, you know, my first oh. the TV show. You yeah. probably watched it, yeah, right? that was great. Disney you had a Channel. hairpiece yeah. on that one. It was Yeah, hilarious. yeah, it was crazy. Um, uh, you know. Uh, oh, hey, here's that tour. Hey. Hey, everyone. Hi. Hello. Hey there. Hey, uh, you guys know me, right? You bet we do. Um... Yeah, so, uh, cool. Uh, you have anything to ask me? Yeah, you were the monster in the, in, uh, Monsters and Me, right? I was? Yeah. What was it like being the monster? Sexy. Really? Because it looked really, uh, uncomfortable and, and, uh, I don't know, the performance was kind of wooden. I was just wondering where you got the character from and if you tried to act better on set. I have a question. Go ahead. I heard you were up for Batman, but Robert Pattinson beat you out to it. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, that's... Oh, my gosh. Is it hot here? Or, I've got a question. I'm taking... I better loosen up this shirt. I've got a question. Go ahead. <laughs> Speaking of that... <laughs> yeah. Um, 
could you sleep yes. knowing that uh, you had killed an entire family uh, in, in their car? Uh, this is just a hypothetical uh, kind of philosophical question. Could you sleep after uh, that? I, I mean, like immediately, like that just night? Just knowing that that happened. Or like just, I, I don't, oh. At night, yeah. God, could you these, sleep? How could oh, you sleep? Oh, man, these, I dropped Are you something. You killed people? No, no, no I didn't kill anyone. Story? Not as far as hey, I know. I'm just saying, hey, God, wait, no, I'm just hey, saying, um, it's oh. just a philosophical conundrum that I ask everyone. Hey, so who likes sex? Shop. Um. Okay. Uh. You know. Hey. I'll tell you what. En- enjoy your tour, uh, Diana. Just uh, maybe take a walk. Sure. Yeah. No problem. So, For our uh, listeners at home, uh, Paul has uh, started to button his shirt back up. He started sweating profusely. Um. So, uh, Diana. Uh, anything you want to ask me? Oh. <laughs> Specific? Uh, well, um, so I would say, um, which encounter has, uh, do you think brought you as close to the end of your quest? Uh, maybe the next one I have. Wink. Wink. <laughs> Sorry, excuse me. Oh, hey, Carl. Paul. Oh, my God, Carl, hi. Hi. Um, Your agent, Flimsy Williams, called. He's dropped you. What? And also the studio has canceled your overall. So I technically don't have a job anymore. So I'm just going to go. Can I pay you in sex? No. Carl. No. I'm taking this gift basket. Carl, um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Paul, um, Mr. Sandstead. Uh, Carl, can I get a ride? Can oh, I get a ride yeah. with you? Yeah, hey, I, we go to my car. Thank it's you. over. Oh, oh, nope. It's okay. Carl's just right here. He's, yes. His spot is, is actually closer now. So um, thank you so much for your time, Mr. Sandstead. I'll do frontal nudity. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. I once turned myself down for sex. I just wasn't in the mood. Up next on This American Lie, Summer Vacay. That's your channel, This American Lie, whenever I'm going to continue, please stay. This American Lie is brought to you by Damn Engagement Rings. Damn Engagement Rings. They're so expensive. And they hurt. Will she even like it? Damn Engagement Rings. It's This American Lie. I'm Gosh. Each week, pick a theme. You can write stories on that theme. This week's theme, end of summer. Act three, summer vacay. Now that humorist and author Reeves Montana has a kid of his own, he started to remember fondly the previous traumatic summers of his team. Hey, are you okay? Sorry, I was just, I just started remembering my own um, summer vacation. Okay, because I was listening in cans and I'm in the booth here and I I didn't want to make sure it was a technical Thanks for having my back, Mike. Yeah, sure. So you're having an emotional. Yeah, it's just this story reminds me of my own story. Okay. But I can be a professional about this, Mike. I promise. Okay. Because okay, it's we Saturday, have to have and you called me specifically to work on a Saturday. I know. I'm sorry. Let's just start it over, okay? Just take all this out. I can't start the whole show over. No, not the show. Just this part. I can't do. It. No. What do you mean? You it's can't. one continuous tape. We we record on tape already. I know. We're so cheap. We make no money. All right, let's do this again. Summer vacay. 
Now that humorist and author Reeves Montana has a kid of his own, he started to remember fondly the previously traumatic summer family road trips that he took every year as a child. The week before school started, Montana... Come I'm on, sorry. All right, come on. I'm sorry, I just... I'm just thinking about all my, my dad. He used to yell at us and, and just like ruthlessly just yell the entire way. All right, you know this show's not about you. I know, I'm sorry. Just throw it. Just throw it to the producer. Okay. So here's Reeves Montana. He's going to tell us about the home movies that he took from his road trips and show them to us. Okay. Like, You all know me now from my popular podcast slash radio program, This American Falsehood. But there was a time when I was growing up and, you know, a lot we took trips at the end of summer when I was a kid. My, uh, my family was, uh, well, not the best. But we'd pile into this car the week before school started, get in there. I'd bring my little tape recorder that I was practicing so I could be a big shot public radio personality. And uh, head down the road. I figured I should give my own son that same sort of experience. So uh, I grabbed little Reeves Jr. I know it's egotistical to kind of name your child after yourself, but I wanted to better me so we got in the car and headed off to storybook land hey reeves jr what i wanted before we go i wanted to show you some of the uh home movies my dad took god you're so lame so lame dad you know i um who's this even for it's for my uh, well. It's for a uh, a public radio show. It's not not my show. Uh, show. Oh, you don't have your own show. I, well, I do have my own show you called own This show. American Falsehood. Yeah, I know. But this is for a different show. Todd's dad has his own show. He's on X Excess Radio. Okay, I I okay. Here, um, I, we. <sighs> He's got pecs. He's got big pecs. You have a in cave chest. <laughs> That's why radio is a audio audio medium and not a visual. Lame. Okay, all right, young man, we are going to go to Storybook Land and we are going to recreate the childhood. And so, hopefully, when you're looking back years from now, you you are you farting? No, I'm not. I'm, I'm overcome by emotion. Farting Do you have any soul at all? What? Okay. No, I sold my soul to the devil. Six, six, six. Yeah, I was, I was a little hellion too. I get it, Reeves Jr. You know, here, let's watch the. Uh, these are my dad had an early video camera. Grandpa, you may remember. I know who he is. <laughs> the I know who grandpa. I'm work. doing this for an audience. Grandpa was awesome. He fought in a war. He it was Vietnam. Cigarettes. He lost. Whatever. He still killed people. Well, I kill people with my wit. I'm a humorist. You're a tumorist. <laughs> okay. We're going to watch this. We're going to watch these 
I, we've converted them all onto DVDs. We're going to sit down. This is when I was about your age, me and your dad, okay. me and your grandfather, and we are getting ready to go on a trip. Fun. Okay? Ready? And okay, we're playing. You're going to sit and watch. I know when it's playing. Come on. Get in the Cutlass Supreme. Let's go. I don't want to go on the stupid trip, Dad. You're going to go on this trip. I've been working down at the mill. 70 hours a week. Oh, with that little, like, weak body? You don't even have a chest. Excuse me? You don't hey, have... it's the Montanas! Hey! Hey! You in for the summer? Yeah, we're, uh... We're hopping in the Cutlass and, uh, heading straight down Route 66. The highway to hell. Oh, that'll be fun. I'm sorry, my son is a brat. Oh, I think he's a pretty good boy, you know? He, he, he used to cut my lawn every morning. Hey, you you got any schlitz? I'm thirsty. Oh, of course you are, Dad. Here, whoop. Ah, oh, that's, that's a good neighbor. You know what would be cool? If you had Molson imported beer. That's what all the cool kids are drinking. Ugh, Canadian beer. He's a brat, and he's a snob. Gross. You don't even know. Hey, Mr. Jessup? Yeah. Do you think my dad is, like, ridiculously lame or what with his well, job? I definitely don't want to get in the middle of this whole thing, so. All right. Uh, you know what? I think you still got my hammer from two weeks ago. Did you do my hammer from two weeks ago? Oh! Oh, sorry, buddy. Great shot. <laughs> I just got hit in the head with a hammer. Look, Reeves. If you're going to act like this way to me, then don't be surprised well, if your son that? one day treats you like this, too. That will never happen. I will be a much better dad than you. Okay, that was weird. Um, My favorite part was when the hammer hit you in the oh, face. Oh, you know what's gonna do? <laughs> that creepy neighbor came over. He wasn't he, creepy. He was yeah, a nice was. man. He kept touching himself the whole time. He was not touching himself. What is you were like looking for looking things? At you. you were looking. He wasn't. He was not. He was, he was a, very a nice. He used to have me over, oh and my we, God. he had an, he had a VCR before anyone else did. You even listen to yourself. <laughs> I do. I'm a humorist. I need to listen to myself in order to... You're mad about that story I told. More like a boomerist. Boom. I'm a Gen Xer. I'm boom. not a boomer. Okay. It's just meant boo. Like, I'm your audience and I'm heckling you. Boo. <laughs> you know what, Reeves Jr.? If I could take back giving you my name, I would. I wish you could take back the sperm that made me. It was mom had chosen don't better sperm. Don't, don't talk about your mother. Okay, you know what? You know what? You know what? We're just gonna watch a, another video. Uh, I think I think your grandmother. DVD's not video, Dad. It the the medium was video. It was taken a video. We didn't have DVDs when I was a kid. God, why do you wear socks with sandals? Because my have athlete's foot. Oh, gross. You know what? It's hereditary. You're going to get it someday, too. Yeah, whatever. You've never been an athlete one day in your life. Uh, are you forgetting that I was on the cross-country team for a season in high school? Are you forgetting? I don't know who that is. It's running. What? It's an athlete. It's a sport. It is a sport, Reeves. Oh, Fortnite's just, a sport. You know, I would take away those. <laughs> oh, Fortnite is not a sport. Yeah, it is. It is not. They just had a World Cup. Oh, that's really impressive. You know, it's a World Cup is soccer, but I've never seen you kicking a soccer ball around. It's because you never bought me one. Let's watch the video.
It's a, it's a father-son... I wish you were coming, Mom. What about egg salad? Who's going to eat all the egg salad? It's going to go bad. You can't uh, you, freeze egg salad. Barbara, you put it in the fridge. It'll be fine. Jackie! Jackie, don't leave it? me, Jackie. Jackie, I made your egg salad, Jackie. Where are my goddamn crosswords? You cross... I put them... I put them on the end table, Jackie, next to the ashtray. Oh, no, looks like you put them in the fridge. They're in the fridge, Barbara. Mom, did you pack any Pringles? I'm just, I'm just beside myself, Jackie. You're gonna be gone. Okay. Why are you so uh, exasperated? You been watching too many soaps again? (sighs) What if you go, Jackie, and you... We're just going to Storybook Land, Mom. I don't know why. At my age, you think I want to go to Storybook Land. By the way, Barb, we're out of Schlitz. Why was the neighbor there in the beginning? Don't you see it? He would come by a lot. I don't see anything. The neighbor was just there. She, Grandma Barb was probably a... crying because she knew that <laughs> something say, had happened to you. Nothing had happened to me. Re- she was the realist. She Grandma was... Barb was the realist. She always knew how she felt all the time. I don't feel anything. Oh, yeah, I know. That's why you all have the, oh, that anarchy symbol written in magic marker on your yeah. forearm. Boy, aren't you edgy, Reeves Jr. Oh, my God. Oh. Chaos is a ladder, Dad. What? Chaos is a ladder. Oh, where'd you, you either read that? ascend it or you, you die that? at the bottom oh, of it. Oh, okay, you're so deep. Oh, you are just like... I just, fa- I just discovered Fugazi. Oh, good for you. You know what? I went to a Fugazi concert yeah, when right. I was in college. You know what? It cost $5 because they are yeah. totally indie. Yeah. Yeah. We cared about things back then. You with your corporate. You think you think Fortnite you corporate? is your corporate. You don't even corporate? know it. You don't even know You're it. So you work for you. You work I for work, a radio show. You, I work for. You have a, a job. Freelance. You know. Oh, freelance. that's not being corporate. I yeah, I own my own radio show that I license to them. I'm my own boss. So yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Your grandpa had to work in a mill. Whoa. Your boss okay. is stupid. All right. You know what? You know what? what do you do? You, do you want to go on this you trip? you hit me? No, I'm not going to hit you. You're going to hit me. I'll call child services. I'm on not get, when have I ever hit you? Never. Uh, never. Never. But you could. You're I deranged. know. I wouldn't. I, what do you mean I'm deranged? You're making me go to some place called Storybook Land? That's yeah. crazy. Why? You don't like stories? No, I don't. Maybe I like, everything is I a story. I only nonfiction maybe, books. <laughs> oh, Maybe those are stories. How do you know what's fiction and nonfiction, Mister Mister Philosopher? Because I have eyes and ears. Well, can you? But how do you know? You're just reading. All right, we're gonna watch one more thing. Great. I have a kite. <laughs> Thank you, Mister Jessup. Oh, you. Like Your kite scratched my cutlass. Can I go inside now? Oh, that sorry, trip was that. stupid. I'll pay for the repairs. Good. Alright, adios. I'll be over later, Mr. Jessup. You know what? Uh Mr. Jessup, I think you uh I think you still have my machete I you borrowed two weeks ago. Why can't you oh, be yeah, here it is. Yeah, just awesome. Why can't you be more like Mr. Jessup? Ow! Ow! <laughs> Jackie! Jackie, you forgot your camels, Jackie! Take your take your camels, Jackie! You I can answer without him. I'm gonna go live with Mr. Jessup. 
You don't want you. He just threw a sword at you. No, you I mean, didn't catch a, it. I just have a den. I don't even have a bedroom for me. Oh, Mr. Jessup, hello. Would you like some egg salad? Oh, yeah. I've got so much egg salad, Mr. Jessup. That sounds great. All right, so, um... All right, everybody in the cutlass. <laughs> Me too? Me three. We took another trip after that. Yeah. Have you learned anything about the, your family? That's Fugazi. <laughs> hey, don't. We have to license that. Don't. Don't. Yeah, I'm making you pay for their songs. Don't. Don't. If do I that. sing a Fugazi song you know on your show, maybe Fugazi will be nice because they they know we're indie like they are. We're we're raging against the machine. Do you remember when Mr. Jessup threw a machete at you? <laughs> And then you offered to go to his house? He was a nice man. He was always welcoming. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I'm going to go over to Mr. Kenneth's house. I'll see you later. I don't feel good about that, Mr. Kenneth. I thought you were going to say you went to different courthouses. No, I mean just, just the courtyard. It is Saturday. So it's cold as that. Right. Again, it's Saturday. And I'm like, nothing. Hey, well, we only got one more story. Great. Try not to crack it. Thing. Where is it? I, Where's I the it. cursor? I got it already. Here you go. Okay, thank you. Up next up is Summer Funk. It's like Summer Fun. What's Summer Funk? That's when our program gets used. Please stay with us. This American Live is brought to you by Rent. Gotta pay it. And it's a musical. Rent. American Live, Mario Grass. Each week we pick a theme, bring your eyes stories on a theme. This week's theme, end of summer. I'm in a weird mood, but I'm going to power through. Our fourth and final act, Summer of Funk. Last summer, Tommy Sloppy Gomez played bass on tour. Played bass on tour with the acid funk band, Funk Monkey. Come on, Ari. It's I'm on sorry, tape. Mikey, this one's funny. Last summer, Tommy Sloppy Gomez played bass on tour with the acid funk band Funk Monkey. The only thing was, he didn't know how to play the bass. He was a journalist for Pacific Taxi In Car Magazine. That can't be a real magazine, <laughs> Ari. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. So he was writing a piece called I Played Bass for a Summer with the Acid Funk Band Funk Monkey, but I don't know how to play bass. <laughs> Anyway, here's Tommy with this story. All right. So, my editor at uh, Pacific Taxi In Car Magazine was like, Look, Tommy, I need something fresh. I need something new. You got to go out there and really uh, give, give me a good story. And I thought to myself, I love music. I've always wanted to be in a band. Why don't I uh, hit the road, you know? So I did. 
and I joined the only band that would have me, Funk Monkey. So uh, who's your big inspiration playing the bass? Flea of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Okay, he is a bassist, so that works out. I guess that checks out, man. Yeah. When you close your eyes and you think of uh, you think of soul and funk, what what kind of image comes to mind? Uh, that guy from Jamiroquai that wears the big hat. Okay. Oh man, that's a good answer. It's a good <laughs> answer. Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna here's a test. I'm gonna give you a song title with a word left out, and it's a Megan Trainer song. And I want you to fill in the missing word, okay? The n- title is All About That Blank. Sushi. Oh, my God. This oh my guy's God. good. Man. Wow. All right, That's let's it. hit it. Let's hit it. Yeah, Let's wow. do it. Wow. That was, like, really... Uh, Most people would go for the bass, but you went for the deep cut. Yeah. You don't, uh, you don't mind if I uh, borrow a bass. I didn't happen to bring mine with me. Um, I'm... Let's see if I can find. I'll go see if I can find one. Get a guitar. Take two strings off it. Oh, those drums, drums okay. over here. Okay. Think. Yeah. All right. Here you go. Oh, all right. There you go. I'm pretty sure that is a guitar. Yeah, right? but we'll, we'll, we'll just take we'll just take off. we'll take the bottom two strings off. Yeah. And we'll tune it real low. Uh, all here right. Here you go. Uh, I'm Pyro. Yeah, I know your pyro. I was introducing myself oh, to, to oh, Tommy. Sorry, I'm what you call a narcissist, so I just assume everyone's talking about me. You know how drummers. Oh, well, there's are. one in every band, right? <laughs> and uh, anyway, that's uh, that's Stevo, and, uh, and I'm Skeet. I don't say much. Yeah, oh, yeah. Skeet just. Hangs Let me guess. Back. He's the drummer. Uh, he's, he's the other drummer. We, the, have we have two drummers. drummers. We have two drummers, a keyboardist, but we, what we really need is a bass. Is a bassist because. And the, the bass is the foundation of funk. And uh, here is our lead singer. Hello. <laughs> My name's Gloria. Was that Gloria? <laughs> Gloria. Gloria? Gloria. <laughs> it's so nice to meet you. Oh, man, I hope your, vo- your singing <laughs> voice is the same as uh, your speaking voice. Yeah, it is, because uh, that's how you know you're with Funk Monkey. Oh, yeah, get up real high. And so I was part of the band. All I needed to do now was convince them that I could play the bass. Okay, let's uh, get ready to do our first number. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. Okay, just gonna, you just know, just follow. You guys, yeah, simple I'm just gonna, chord progression. Just going to pick a few chords. Downtown Funk. All right, everyone ready? Ready. Testing. All right, drummers, give us you can't can't off. I'm sorry, man. I have a splint in my hand. All right, backup drummer, Skeet. Did you I do forgot it? my sticks. Okay. My voice is a little dry. I need to make some chamomile tea. I mean, I I could I could tap on a Tommy, I could tap on step something. Up, man, step up, man. Tommy, take the lead, man. What do you think? Hey, How's that sound? Mm. Is Paul McCartney here? Mm. <laughs> you know why? Is I, he? Mm. Is he here? No, no, he's a he's a famous bassist. Mm. Oh, just for our listeners at home, Paul McCartney is not in the room right now. I like it. I like it. You know what? Why don't you come on tour with us? We got a show tonight. We got a show tomorrow. Actually, we got shows all this week. So why don't, why don't you come out? Yeah, we're we, real busy. We can really use you. Are you serious? I'm part of the yeah, band. Yeah, I like it. Although I. To be honest, wasn't really listening. I was checking my own reflection in the mirror over here. I noticed there's a, there's mirrors on every wall oh, and yeah. the ceiling. Oh yeah, 
That's how you know when when the lights get lit and we are playing and we're getting in that bump 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 funk. You just you you just feel it all over you. I couldn't help but notice that uh, Gloria was that it or Gloria? It's definitely <laughs> yeah, it's Gloria. Gloria, okay. You gotta say it while laughing. Darling, Gloria. <laughs> Gloria, you sound more like uh, one of them uh, uh, squeaky horns. Oh, thank you. <laughs> than you do a, a lead singer. Perfect. I don't. I can't judge. I don't even know. Uh, I don't even know what I'm doing, but uh, I'm happy to be here. Well, of course, you know what you're doing. I mean, you're you're the bassist. You're the Ba- you know, you can't spell bassist without basis. That's uh, true. That's, suppose that's right. And there I was, officially part of the band, and I was about to go on tour. Our first stop, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Hello, American Legion Hall. Hello! We want to got a new member in our Tonight. His name is Tommy Gomez, but you can call him Sloppy. All right, let's do it. Ready? One, two, three, four. As if. Oh, 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 <laughs> just, just get, get her, get her, get her. Gloria, Gloria, come back. It was quite the night. The crowd was so loud, we could barely hear ourselves playing, both before it started and while the song was going. Not to mention Gloria, she just drifted on off all around the American Legion. I think she went and got some of the fish fry happening in the corner. She comes back, and uh, I never seen anything like it. But uh, well, that's uh, that's show business. On to Phoenix, Arizona. Guys, I gotta say something about last night. Mm. Where we go on stage here at the Pizza Hut. That was incredible. It was a crazy night, and I want to share something with you. Last night, I made self love to myself. And I think I'm in love with me. And I think, uh, wow, Steve-o. I think you're going to have to see more of me around because uh, I don't want to see any more. Where I go, me goes. Do you know what I'm saying? Okay. So if you don't you like it, the, then you, you're going to okay, have to deal. Steve-o, you know what the difference was here? A little guy named Sloppy. What are you saying, Pyro? I'm saying that maybe two drums don't add up to one. Bass player. Two drums don't make a right. Thanks, Skeet. Gloria, how's the uh, wings? Uh, hello? Tommy. Oh, Tommy, hey. where's my story? Hey, boss. Uh, this is a daily publication. Well, you said you want something hot. I, I, I know- need something every day from you. You're my only writer. Okay, I know I've been gone a while, but I'm, I'm working on a real think piece here. A think piece? Yeah, it's. I just need something for losers to read in the back of a fucking taxi. But what if they got a long ride and they need something to really keep themselves occupied? The longest taxi ride is about 45 minutes. And usually you're with a family member or a loved one. But we don't know that. We don't know who's in the vehicle with them. 
Let my story be their guide. Listen, it's 90% coupons and and 10% 10% article. Let my story keep them company. Oh, you got two days. I need something on my desk in two days. All right. The final stop on the tour, Reno. All right. I know it's been a bit of a rocky tour, but uh, this this is it. This is the big one. And I just want to say it's been an absolute pleasure playing with you guys. Oh, thank you, Sloppy. I'm so excited to play at this Waffle House with you. Well, uh, you know, we're going to be there in a few minutes, but back of this taxi, why don't we flip through these magazines, kind of see what else is going on. Oh, yeah, take a look. Take a look. What? Guys, page 36. After the Carl's Jr. coupon? Look, look, look who's the writer is on that. No, he's got a beard. Oh, right. Because, you know, the guy said Tommy Sloppy Gomez, I thought, but that guy had a beard. I don't have a beard right now. What could I say? All right, I'll come clean. I'm a writer for a in-car magazine. Does it what? really matter? What? I can also have... Fascinating. All that really should matter is that I can play the bass. That you can. Oh, even in the back of a cab. It's beautiful. I love it. Okay, right. we're here at Phoenix, Arizona's largest dump. That will be $27.46. A Tommy new guy picks up the tab. All right, it's coming out of the petty cash. Excuse me, are you Funk Monkey? Oh, uh, my God. Is it? How could you tell? Hi, my name is Travis Montgomery from Capitol Records, right? The Beatles label? I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm not quite sure. I don't listen to music before 1981. Listen, I loved your last two shows. Wait, you came to two of our shows? Right. You were at the Pizza Hut I was at. The, I was there randomly stopping for like a pie, like a, a like I wanted a, a well, sausage just roll, right? Pizza. But they didn't. Ha- right. I know. I'm not from here, right? Oh. So, anyways, look. I came. I followed you here. And I want to see what you do, and if you do well, and enough for me, and where I'm from, I want to sign you. I want to sign you to my label, to Capital, Capital Records. Wait, right? so you saw two of our shows, and that wasn't good enough? I was on heavy mushrooms, love, all right? I was I, on heavy dose of mushrooms. Mushrooms? No, oh, the pe- yeah. No, I had, I had a, a pepperoni ro- pizza at Pizza Hut, but pepperoni I was... Pepperoni rub? God, I love your vibe. You just show up. Like, like a like a night crawler, right? You just show up. You're just like here, but no one sees you, right? I love it. I and love. All, yeah. Every band's got to have one, right? right? And it's like you, Pyro. Nothing about you screams fire, but your name's Pyro, and it's crazy, right? And you shrill like a banshee and fly around. St- oh, I love it. When you sing, you literally fly in the air, and I fucking love it, right? And uh, I'm sloppy. I'm the yeah. And, oh, look, you sloppy. Sloppy, yeah. is that right? Okay. Yeah. You are the reason I'm here, right? Really? So have a good show, okay? Oh, uh, you didn't say anything about Steve-O. 
Who's that? Is he, he the first drummer? I thought he died. Didn't he die? Or maybe he died in in the glimpse of himself in the mirror. He really seems to enjoy. I'm not here about people who aren't in the band. I'm here about the people who are in the band. I guess Steve-O's out. Look, Skeet, you're first drummer now. Oh, I don't handle pressure very well. Look at you. You're just like a little moth that no one knows until you flick on the light and you flitter about. It's crazy. I love you. All right. Okay. Well, well, we'll have some comp tickets. Right. And, uh, Great. We're really looking forward Thank to you, you. seeing I'll the performance. The gr- I'll be back in the green room eating what all the crumbs on the floor. <laughs> I'm a scavenger like that. It keeps me okay. trim, right? I mean, you you keeps could have some trim. of the veggie tray. Oh, I couldn't now. And it was showtime. All right. Is there any sort of ritual you all do on the last night of the tour? Hug. Yeah, you know what? This is going to be my last night with the group. So Wait, what? Uh, what do you mean? We, we might get signed. Well, I... Um, we can't get the hug. I, I really didn't plan to, to be Ooh. out on tour for well, so long. we're going to get signed. I mean... Um, hello? God damn it, Tommy! Where the fuck is my story? Look, a lot's a lot's been happening. I can only hold the presses for so long. We need constant magazines. You don't understand. In the backs of every Pacific taxi cab. I'm sorry. I we I, I met this British guy and I I do not care. All I need is two pages worth of words to put in the back of a coupon book. Hey, I'll do you better than two pages. How about forty-seven? I minimum. cannot fit that many pages in this magazine. Can you we do multi- two pages? Can we do multiple volumes then? No. All right, well, you, once you read this, you're going to change your mind. Oh, I'm, I don't read anything you send me. I just print it. <laughs> Make it happen. All right. All right. I just want to say it's been an honor sharing the stage with you, and uh, let's uh, let's get you guys signed. Hey, you don't mind if I, uh, I know I'm not the drummer, but you don't mind if I count us off one last time, do you? Please do! No. Alright. Boom, 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 boom. What'd you think? Oh my god, I fell asleep. <laughs> I'm so sorry, mate. I... Three days on the road, I haven't slept a single night. But right now, as soon as you started, I dozed off. But I don't care. Screw it. I loved it. It was, uh, yeah, you're in. Of course. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Sign. Sign. Look, if you can just, you just sign my face and it will be as good as gold. And there we have it. The band finally got a signed record contract and uh, I got the perfect piece of journalism there's only one thing left will it impress my editor that's fine alright well look for the story out on uh, I'd say newsstands but you could only catch it in the southern borough of New York City (laughs) so make sure you hop in a cab there and I hope you enjoy the journey Pacific Taxi was in New York. And that's now I found out why. That's what that story was. That about do it for this American lie. This American lie is really fine. Rob some goosh. 
Diana, Plum Tucker, Reeves, Montana, Tommy Sloppy Gomez, Brian Flynn, Janelle Bennett, Mike Hughes, Dan Heber, Michael Gordon, and myself, Harry Grass, and of course, a big boss fan, Mr. Tori Malatia, whose car broke down on the interstate last week. Yeah, it's so lame. Your chest is like inverted. You don't even have pecs. Instead, <laughs> keep listening every month for more episodes. Hello, everybody. You just heard This American Lie, and the people that you heard do it were Brian Flynn, who has the same socks as me, Janelle Benish, Mike Hughes, Dan Heber, and myself, Michael Gordon. Um, please do us a favor and tell someone on the street about the podcast. <laughs> Run up to them and scream it at them. Then go onto iTunes, like, subscribe, and like, and review. Leave a review of the podcast on the iTunes, and that'll help other people find it. Also, uh, you can follow us on our socials on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram at, no, probably not Facebook, right? No, no just Twitter and Instagram. Who uses Facebook? At this Amer Lie, A M E R, this Amer Lie. Do it.